We're now going to continue in that theme of remembrance as we open God's Word together. And we're going to look at a book that we perhaps don't often um, turn to, and it's the book of Ecclesiastes. So if you've got a Bible um, close to hand, if you want to turn to Ecclesiastes chapter 12, I'm going to read from verses 1 through to 5, and then verses 13 and 14. Ecclesiastes chapter 12. Remember your Creator in the days of your youth. Before the days of trouble come and the years approach when you will say, I find no pleasure in them. Before the sun and the light and the moon and the stars grow dark and the clouds return after the rain. When the keepers of the house tremble and the strong men stoop. When the grinders cease because they are few and those looking through the windows grow dim. When the doors of the street are closed and the sounding of grinding fades. When people rise up at the sound of birds, but all their songs grow faint. When people are afraid of heights and of dangers in the streets. When the almond tree blossoms and the grasshopper drags itself along and desire no longer is stirred. Then people go to their eternal home and mourners go about the streets. And then verse 13. Now all has been heard. Here is the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep his commandments. For this is the duty of all of us. For God will bring every deed into judgment, including every hidden thing, whether it is good or evil. Let's pray. Lord, on this Remembrance Day, we just pray that as we reflect for the next few moments on this passage of Scripture, that you'll encourage us to remember you. You'll encourage us to fix our eyes on Jesus, the perfecter, the author of our faith. So be with us now as we open your word together. Amen. Remembering is a really significant part of all of our lives, isn't it? Because we, frankly, we we have to remember, we have to remember what's happened because the present is so short. The the minute we've thought about the present, it's gone. And the future, well, we we hope for the future and we, we trust God with the future, but we can't be certain of it. On Remembrance Day, we we think back to the horrors of war. We don't do that in any way to glorify it, but we do it in such a way that we remember those who gave their today so that we can have a future and a tomorrow. But part of Remembrance Sunday is all about learning and, and thinking about the past so that we don't make those same mistakes as human beings in the future. There are valuable lessons to be learned in reflecting on what went wrong and what led to war in previous times. But we do live in uncertain days, don't we? Just this week, we've had lots of political upheaval on the world stage. We've entered a second period of lockdown in England. And we do well to learn from the past. We do well to think about how we can become better as we live in the future. Now, memory itself, remembering, it provides us with, with roots in life as well. As, as we um, go about our everyday life, sometimes we will go past something and it just triggers a memory. Perhaps you've, you've driven through an area where you grew up and suddenly you find yourself back there remembering what it was like years ago. Sometimes memory and remembering is, is linked with people and you meet a particular person and again, all those memories come flooding back. And sometimes, like today, we remember the context of history. Now, in life, we we use many things to to jog our memories, to help us remember things. 
We've seen old photos this morning and um, my, my granddad was one of those old photos and it always amazes me how he looks like me. Um, it's, it's quite phenomenal. Social media. What's social media? Well, it's memory, isn't it? Facebook, Instagram. So often they're filled with things that people put their memories up there for other people to share. Sometimes we use our memories to um, sort of ignite our imagination. Perhaps you're sat there and you're looking out the window and it's a cold, damp November day and you're remembering the Mediterranean in the sunshine. Or you're remembering being sat out somewhere and you're just thinking and imagining what it would be like to be there. Other times, memories can actually help us to keep going. They can remind us of good times and to look forward to hopefully good times in the future. Just on the screen now is a, a recent memory of mine. Now, this is Lathkildale in the Derbyshire Dales, and Nat and I went for a walk down there recently. And now that we can't do that, now that we're in this period of lockdown, it's a great memory to have that coming up on my phone periodically that reminds me of what we've done and reminds me that one day, hopefully, we'll be able to go back there. But sometimes memory can be painful. Sometimes things come into our mind that, that trigger those emotions from the past that we'd rather not have to face up to. And there are times in each of our lives where perhaps we need to talk those things through with others. Well, this morning we're continuing in our series looking at spiritual disciplines. And today we're really looking at this theme of remembering and we'll continue this theme of remembering, the, the joy of remembering God as we um, explore this in a slightly different way on Tuesday evening as well. So let's have a look at this passage that we've read from Ecclesiastes. Now, this week, I guess for many of us, we, we probably want cheering up. Now, you don't read Ecclesiastes, certainly on the surface of it, to give yourself a, a bit of a cheerful boost. It's, it's quite a difficult book. It's a book that, if, if we're honest, can be complicated to understand. But hopefully, as we dig into the, this morning, we'll find that there are real encouragements here as well. Real reminders of God's goodness and faithfulness. But it's a book that really is about a philosopher musing on life. And there's a refrain that keeps coming through the book, and it's meaningless. All is meaningless. And it reappears a number of times throughout the writing. Now, we have looked at this book before in church. Now, remember last time we looked at it saying, you know, there are some parts of scripture that are great to turn into a pithy chorus or a short song. But that, that phrase, meaningless, all is meaningless, is probably not one of them. But the point is, is that life is meaningless without God. Without God in our present, without God in our future, without being able to reconcile our past through the ministry of Jesus, actually there is no real hope, that there is nothing to cling on to. And so we get the verse, verse 1. Remember your creator in the days of your youth. Remember God our Heavenly Father, who loves us with a passion from eternity. Remember him, bring him to mind, dwell on him, think about him. And do this before the troubles of life start to drown things out. And because, and this is where it's not particularly cheerful, youth quickly passes. Youth turns into middle age, it then turns into old age. And what the writer does is he really starts to deconstruct life. And we get this um, quite poetic section. In verse 2, it talks about our sight failing. In verse 3, it talks about our bodies starting to stoop and our teeth dropping out. We get this line, when the grinders cease. And then in verse 5, when we're afraid of heights and dangers. 
And the poetry is expressive. It's so beautiful. It's so descriptive. And although these these words here apply to, to youth ending and life continuing, as I was reading this this week, I thought, how much do these words actually apply to us in the here and now? We're in this second period of lockdown. And we're going to be living our lives predominantly at home for the next four weeks. When the doors are closed, when there are dangers on the streets, when normal life has ground to a halt and this kind of silence descends. So whether we're young or old this morning, these words can apply to us. This encouragement to remember is one from God himself. The call goes out, remember your creator. Because a life that is rooted in God, a life that is full of memories of what God has done, is a life then that can weather the storms. Whatever is thrown at us, we we can still keep flourishing with God, even though the pressures come. And then at the end of the book, there is the encouragement in verses 13 and 14. Fear God and keep his commands. Now, time and time again through the scriptures, the, the people of God are encouraged to be those who remember. Those who remember God's actions in history, those who are called to remember God in creation, as Christians called to remember God in Christ Jesus. Deuteronomy 11, um, these are words that are given to the, the people of Israel, calling them to reflect on the word of God, on the law of God. And it says this in Deuteronomy 11, 19 to 21. Teach them, this is the words of God, the laws of God, to your children. Talking about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road when you lie down and when you get up. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates, so that your days and the days of your children may be many in the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors, as many as the days that the heavens are above the earth. And it's an instruction here to take what God has given us, to take um, the laws of God, the words of God, and think about them, talk about them. You know, when we go out for a walk, when we perhaps go out to do our exercise, you know, when we're thinking, pray, pray in the words of God into our lives. And there's that really sort of practical encouragement, write them on your doorpost. So when you pass your door, you actually see God's word there. When you open a gate, it's there as well. Now, I wonder this week if we could perhaps think about doing something like that. For many of us, um, we're going to be at home quite a lot over the next few weeks. So why not do something really practical, like take a Bible verse and stick it on your fridge? So every time you open the fridge door, you're reminded of who God is and what God has done. Or perhaps when you go out for exercise, perhaps you want to put um, scripture on your phone or worship songs on your phone just so you can listen to them and reflect and be remembered of who God is. Or even something simple, like putting a Bible verse as the wallpaper on your phone so every time you switch it on, there's a Bible verse there that just reminds you again to think of God, to dwell on him. Someone once said this, and I think this is quite poignant. How many sins wouldn't happen? How many lies wouldn't be told? How many angry words would never be said if we simply remembered the Lord Jesus Christ before we opened our mouths? There's a lot of truth in that, isn't there? How many things would we do differently if we lived life remembering God, remembering his love for us, remembering what he has done. Many of the Psalms also pick up on this theme of remembering. Psalm 136 is a Psalm that has a little refrain that it says, his love endures forever. 
And there's some part of that psalm is on the screen. You can, you can look at the words now. And it talks about giving thanks to the Lord for he is good. And then this refrain, his love endures forever. It goes on. It talks about creation. And then it goes through the history of Israel. And each time it calls the people to remember that through all of this, God's love endures forever. As Christians, we're called to be people of remembering as well, aren't we? We think of the words of Jesus. Jesus, when he was at that last supper with his friends, when he took the bread and broke it, when he took the wine and drank it, and he said, do this in remembrance of me. Remember me. Taking communion together is not some cold ritual, but it's bringing Jesus to the forefront of our minds. It's bringing Jesus into our present reality. It's remembering that he is with us by his spirit and encountering his love and his grace and his peace. Remembering his death, remembering his resurrection, looking forward with hope to his second coming. But then there's also personal remembering. Remembering what God has done in each of our lives. If you're a follower of Jesus today, I, I hope you have stories to tell testimonies of what God has done. It may be that God has answered a prayer in an amazing way. Keep telling that story. Don't stop telling it. Keep telling it. Perhaps there are times in your life when you've you've known that God has healed you or you've known that God has spoken to you in some way. Again, keep telling those stories. Remind ourselves of what God has done. Or perhaps today it's thinking back to that time when you were baptized or that time when you made that initial step to follow Jesus. Again, keep reminding ourselves of the work of God, recalling, remembering, rooting ourselves deeply into him. I'd really encourage us as a church family, and we have mentioned this a a number of times, to, to be people who do share our stories of what God is doing in our lives. You know, the next four weeks, I think, are going to be a bit thin on the ground in terms of making exciting new memories. As one person in church said to me, I think it was during the last lockdown, Many of the days that I wake up, I feel like I've lived this day before. And if we're, if we're honest, it can all get a bit monotonous and we'll all need one another to help us over these next few days. But actually, these, this, this period, it provides an opportunity for us to remember again what God has done. We may find the next four weeks tests our patience and resolve, but it also gives us an opportunity again to delve into God's word, to remember him for quiet meditation, for caring of each other. And we have a fresh opportunity every day to decide to remember God, remember what he has done. So if over the coming weeks, if you've got an encouraging story to share, something that you think would build other people up, please um, do get in contact with me, with Chris, with Sarah, or with one of the leaders. And there'll also be something coming out on the weekly news over the next week. There will just be a way that we can do this in terms of um, sending stories in. And we're going to print out some of those and get them around the church so that we can all read them and be encouraged. But can I leave you this morning just with two questions about remembering, two things really to go away and think about. And the first one is a very simple one. Do you regularly remember God? As you go about in your daily life, do you remember God? And does that impact the way that you live? Secondly, will you do something practical this week? It may just be that you, you literally write a Bible verse out and stick it on your fridge or have it on your phone. But will you do something to help you to remember the love of God this week and all that Jesus has done for us? Because it's when we remember that we become rooted. It's when we become rooted that we can live our lives 
in the way that Jesus would have us live. Let's pray together, shall we? The writer says, remember your creator in the days of your youth. Lord, help that to be our reality today. Help us to remember you in the weeks that lie ahead. Help us when perhaps things become a little bleak, when things become a little samey, to remember your love and your mercy, your sacrifice, your grace, and help us to remember that you are coming back and that we have eternity with you. For Jesus' sake. Amen.